Hello, CFR sweethearts. What a wonderful weekend to be alive. I am very grateful to be able to come to you again with part two of episode 15 of the Coming For You podcast, aka CFI official podcast. My name is Maximiliana and for part two, my friend Rodney and I are continuing with our conversation about tips on scholarship opportunities, a must listen episode. So last week, we discussed about, you know, scholarship types, application processes, tips for success when you're applying scholarship. Um, so we also discussed about the destination countries as in which countries are you interested to apply scholarship to and stuff like that. So this week, we are going to discuss about other tips that you are going to hear. So stay with us and yep. Rodney, now that we've discussed that it's opportunity and then people feel like, okay, maybe they can apply it and we give them uh, tips for success and the application process. What are the challenges and solutions, for example, in the process of application? Because we know sometimes they're not straightforward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, challenges are absolutely there. So I think like for from people that I've encountered, one of the challenges has been starting applications late, <laughs> you know, um, which that one can be very, very much problematic um, in terms of writing um, an application that is just of a good standard because people just rushing grammatical errors and then the like. So it's important, like, if when the scholarship is open, un- unless if maybe you hear of a scholarship and then they say it's closing, you know what, in the next three days, you know what, that might be challenging. But if you've if- had it on time, it's important just to apply um, as early as possible. And and also one challenge is, is the failure to, to write a compelling personal statement because people ask, what is a personal statement? What is it that they want? You know, those essays. So it's basically just knowing how to express yourself, telling your, selling yourself to the world who you are and also what is it that you want to achieve. But again, the tip that I gave also is that have people around you can review your work and, you know, be, be able to give some, some inputs. And also one of the challenges for applicants has been um, understanding the aim of the scholarship which because if you miss that then it means you you won't be able you know, to understand what is it that they are they are looking for another thing because some of scholarships are marks as you may know some of them one of their requirements will be for in terms of academic excellence they will they will say when they're first class honors so it, those are some of the challenges that people experience but i always you know advise that sometimes if they say they want 75 percent average and you've got 70 i always say give it a shot because you, you don't lose anything in applying you know you never know what if you find that among all the applicants have applied nobody has got 75 only people have got 70 going down so it means you stand a chance so so for me uh, Max is that people should not doubt themselves you know like they should just take those opportunities take their shot and see how it goes but you know in the midst of all the challenges that I've, I've mentioned that other applicants scholarship applicants encounters it, there's always a solution to it start on time consult other people if you can and then let people help yeah, I would agree, Rodney. And also, in addition to that, I think uh, the most common challenge for the applicants, especially that are coming from Africa like us, sometimes is language proficiency requirements. For example, English language, you need to be doing yeah. like uh, English tests, which to me, I would argue that sometimes I really don't see the meaning of it because most of universities in Africa, we pursue our degrees in English language. So I, I feel like sometimes it's very unnecessary for us yeah. to the test. I they don't, don't, I, they don't 
don't trust our English. That's which very is, weird. Which is very problematic, to be honest. We, we really need to be honest about this. It makes the process very problematic because imagine someone from Nigeria. Imagine someone from South Africa. They don't need that English language. They've been speaking English for, for ages, you know. Someone from <laughs> Kenya, they don't need it. So I think that this scholarship or people, they should also consider to check if this degree has been attained in English language. They should they should really consider not putting an English language test yeah. as a requirement. So, but anyway, because it's there and they're not going to change today or tomorrow, I would advise people to take tests in maybe YouTube. Just use your time. Learn. You have nothing to yeah. lose when you are learning something. You don't necessarily need to pay money for you to learn. So you can go through YouTube and learn how to do this text. It depends on which, um, whether it's ILEX or Duolingo or something, but you can always go to YouTube and ask other people so, how they did it because I'm sure you know people who have done it. So don't sit down and complain, oh, they need English. They didn't. No, no, no. Don't do that. Just take the opportunity, study, repeat, do the test, and then you will you will do it. So that's the solution that I can say, to be honest. Nowadays, everything is available on YouTube. That's Don't true. just go there and watch the cartoons and, <laughs> and just spend your time in Netflix. No, sometimes do the English test on YouTube, you know? Yeah, right. It's actually doable. And and because, obviously, like the, the English test, for example, if it's ILET, it lasts for two years. So sometimes it will be advisable for people to write the test you know, so that they have the good score to be able to apply for these opportunities because that one, as you've said, Marcy, they will need that test, one or the other. But sometimes for, for university scholarships, I mean, for scholarships that are admitted for universities, I always advise that, you know, it's it's good to liaise with the university and ask that if I'm from a, my degree was taught in English and everything, is a letter from my university confirming that going to be su- uh, sufficient and then so that at least people take it from there. I agree with you. I think one of my friends, like, her scholarship was like that. And she got an opportunity in the University of Edinburgh. I think it was straightforward and they had asked them to provide um, a letter from the university to confirm that the degree was pursued in, in English language. I think that they're doing great on that. But can we talk about the expired date of the English certificate? That is very crazy. The amount of English there, how can it expire? Whereas, like, we improve. I mean, it, it doesn't make sense that it expires. I, I mean, know how it can expire. I think for them, it, this is just a way of making money. Anyway, so before they cancel us... <laughs> <laughs> before they cancel us. Before they cancel us, Rodney, can you now share about your personal experience about applying scholarship and maybe how did you get it and stuff like that? Of course, I've been trying to apply for scholarships for quite some time. Um, I think I started being serious about applying for them on in twenty um. 2017, um, because I, I had the privilege um, around 2013 to, to go on an exchange program in Germany, um, which like was, a, was an eye-opener for me to say, you know what, I would like to explore the world. And, you know, so I started applying in 2017, got rejections, Maxi, uh, thank you for applying, but with regret, you know, you know, all those things. Yeah, so, but it was quite a journey, but at the same time, it was a learning curve for me um, to know how to do things. So I think like by the time I stumbled across the Ireland um, fellow scholarship that we, we used together, um, you know, made an application because obviously with the experience that I had got in the past, made a strong um, personal statement, you know, did interviews. And the next thing I was in Ireland, built network. And I know you now make C and, you know, so, so it, it was a journey, but it needs somebody who's, um, you know, um, persistent because you, 
you're not going to get everything that you apply for, of course, but you need to be persistent and also, um, you know, not give up, keep on applying. That's why I said you apply as many scholarships as, as possible. So so for me, studying abroad has been great, to be honest. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I've met incredible people. I've built networks, you know, um, social networks, also professional, um, and also getting to travel around Europe, Maxi. So it's, it's, it's a good opportunity, not only for academia, but also to explore the world and, you know, and engage with other people from different walks of life. So, so for me personally, you know, I think it's been an honor to be awarded a scholarship. And, you know, if I had to do it all over again, I will repeat it all over again. So, so the journey has not been simple, but finally I got what I wanted. Interesting, Rodney. Thank you so much, Rodney, for sharing your experience. And that is very, very inspiring. And I would really, really advise my CFI sweethearts to go and follow Rodney Ricotto across social media platforms. You can just search Rodney Ricotto and also you can subscribe to his YouTube channel. Uh, you can just search Rodney Ricotto as well. But Rodney, before we finish up, yeah, can you maybe mention a few, just a few in a very short period of time, just a few reputable websites uh, that people can maybe just be checking here and there like for uh, scholarship opportunities um basically the first one that i can recommend is the the find a master's or a find a phd um, website which is a uh, www.findaphd or findamasters.com so if if you know your your listeners can go to um to google search you know um and type find a master's find a scholar a phd they will get that um, secondly, you know, there's, there's a website um, and also social media platforms called Opportunities for Africans. Um, I found that very much helpful um, in terms of, you know, up-to-date um, scholarship opportunities. And also university website, Maxi. Um, normally universities advertise um, lots of funding opportunities that can also be great. For example, if, you know, it's Ireland, University of Galway website, you know, you can find quite a number of scholarships there. And also uh, the embassies website. So if it's the embassy of the US, the embassy of Canada, the embassy of wherever, you can still find, you know, um, opportunities there um, in terms of the educational side. And last but not least, Maxi, Social media platforms like TikTok, um, you can actually find um, opportunities. Just go to TikTok like and search like scholarships. You know, I I also have a TikTok account for the purpose of scholarship to say, share information on scholarships and other things. So, so these platforms can also you know um, enable one to access them. But Google say you can even search on Google, search for scholarships and then. But it is always important, for example, for me to say this massive that. In, in sometimes when you, you find a scholarship, for you to check if it's legit, if they're saying it is for the government of Ireland, you know, you can still go to the website of the government of Ireland just to double check because we know that there are scammers out there. Thanks, Maxi. Yeah, all right. Thank you very much. And in fact, that's a very good insight that you just provided. Sometimes there are scammers. So better for someone to just be very careful and keen and verify links, verify everything, ask people, share to people. Uh, ask around before you just you know waste your time when you apply something that is non-existent and also just to also alert people that okay don't provide money out there yeah don't send anyone yes. money who is telling you okay send money i will help you no 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 don't do that please please that money keep it to yourself <laughs> if you have enough money keep it to yourself please keep it to your family don't send money to people you don't know no it's free application you don't pay anything yeah. to apply for scholarship it's free 
So thank you so much, Rodney, for this very compelling conversation. I really, really liked it, and I feel like my listeners are also going to get something very tangible in this um, in this episode. And actually, really, we discussed about um, a lot of things that make this um, this episode a must listen to a lot of people. So please, guys, when you listen to it, please share it to another person so that they can also get something out of it. So this is the end of our episode, and thank you very much for those who have been subscribing to our youtube channel and i request those who are yet to subscribe to kindly subscribe to our youtube channel just go and search cfi official podcast we are also using the same name on 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 tiktok and on instagram so you can just search cfi official podcast just to let you cfi um sweethearts know that uh when you subscribe to our youtube channels or when you follow us on our social media platforms you validate our work and it will mean that we are more motivated to host more meaningful conversations like this. Ciao!